Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. I'm Jimmy, and I'm on the Big Scuba Podcast. to the Big Scooper podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in. And now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name's Ian and with me is... My name's Gemma. Hello everyone. Yes, we are back. Um, If you're listening to this in January, Happy New Year. Yeah, we hope you had a nice Christmas and we're now in 2023. But if you listen to this in, let's say, June, because that's the beauty of downloads and things like that, then, well, let's hope you're having a nice time in the sun and on the beach. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) So there we go. Um, Yes. Um, so we're back, uh, we've got umpteen guests uh, lined up, uh, we've got a busy year. We have, uh, we're on episode 139 now, so you've yeah. got 138 episodes to listen to. So we got lo- there's lots to do, lots coming up. Um, we've got another guest for you on this episode, haven't we? We have, yeah, it's a Dive with Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, yep, it's so coming on. He's based in Greece at the moment. Yeah, yeah, one of my favourite holiday destinations. I love it out there. Yes, yeah, so he tells us about Greece, and he's also got a little bit of an update since we spoke to him that we'll put just at the beginning of the podcast. So yeah, yeah, because we recorded with him a few weeks ago, didn't we? And um, yeah. and then, uh, you know, since then, he's had uh, some news, so we wanted to do a, get, get that yeah. and put that on as well. But if you listen to this on YouTube, because this will be going straight onto YouTube, we... We wanted to do some more on our YouTube channel uh, in 2023. Um, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, these podcasts do actually go on to YouTube they as do. well, don't they? Yes, yeah. So be yeah, if you can subscribe, we've got a few new um, episodes out on YouTube with some nice drone shots. Yeah. So you've yeah. been busy being a drone pilot. Yeah, I do enjoy that, actually. It's yeah. quite good. So, yeah, so, and then we put a few more shorts out as well. So just have a little uh, cruise around our YouTube channel. But yeah, if we can, please subscribe and then hit the notification bell so you get um, notice when we release anything new. Who's been to Avatar? Let us know. What do you think? Uh, any feedback? Did you enjoy it? Did you get the message about, you know, the oceans and all that? Um, be good to hear your views on, on yeah. whether you, you enjoyed it, whether you're going to go see this, the third one when it comes out, I think December 24, I yeah. think from what... Yeah, I've seen James it, Cameron, so, so. and I really enjoyed it, and you're going to see it this afternoon. I'm going later with the Honeymeister to uh, go see it, yeah. We should be uh, seeing that at three o'clock, will yeah. we? Well. Yeah, so, but yeah, any thoughts? And don't forget, we uh, spoke to Kurt Crack, and he obviously helped all the people with their breath holds. I've got to say thanks to... Kirk as well. Um, it was really good to get his, his update and, uh, you know, that helped put that episode out, didn't it? It so. did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we're in 2023. We've got some plans already for diving. What ahead. have you been up to? What, since Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, had a paddleboard on the Christmas Eve and then the weather's been pretty cold and 
wet so yeah. it hasn't we haven't been diving and haven't really been out and about that much so no not it? a huge amount not especially over christmas and things like that although um during the christmas week do try and get diving really if we can but it didn't really work out this year not with um stuff with the kiddiewinkles and what have you and the weather was pretty rough weather, wasn't it one yeah. day um i was kind of free that that was when the the weather weren't really too sharp, was it? No, so but hopefully January will bring some opportunities to get diving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, plenty going on. I uh, should hopefully be uh, dive mastering again uh, later this year. Yeah. Once that all starts in April. Um, yeah, look forward to that. That'd be good. And um, hopefully, Honey, she should be doing her open water uh, round about sort of May, June time yeah get back well. into the studying so so, uh, yeah. so that'd be good so we've got some stuff lined up with in the pool yeah we've got a few guests good. lined up haven't we so yeah. yeah but if anybody's got any recommendations for any Just guests been for a run three kilometer run oh my goodness <laughs> yep so that's our first 3k of together for the yeah a big scoop run yeah so. been crossfitting all, all the way through um yeah don't forget to keep your dive fitness up yeah which is a yeah really important, important especially as we if you're a pro and you've got your diving medical coming soon so um yeah yeah watch what you eat and keep exercising dive masters and instructors and what have you will be going oh yeah dive medical come march yeah but fitness is something you've got to work out consistently yes it's not just true. a quick fix so um yeah he says that he's drinking a nice cup of coffee. <laughs> that's not bad for you. No. So, but yeah, anyway, I think that's probably yeah majority of what we've been up to, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 Don't forget to uh, check out our Instagram. So we've obviously got link ups with sea lion paddle boards, water hall, happy bottles. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, this is probably a good time as well to say, you know, if you are not yet following us on social media, why not? Um, please do. That'd be really cool. Um, you know, it's always really good to, to know our listeners and followers are out there. Uh, we are on all the social medias, aren't we? I think what needs to be Yes, on. yeah, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, LinkedIn Twitter, yeah. yeah, and obviously YouTube as well. If, you are, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, let's do it. That'd be really cool. Um, we've got, we've got a lot of researchers, a lot of people from Ford, a lot of people from, um, the marine conservation sort of society mm. uh, sort of people um, people from universities uh, people from all around the world so you know it's a good place to kind of uh, network yeah yeah and find out what's going on um, yeah what people have been up to as well yeah so uh, it, that's really good so that, that's cool and uh, the last post actually with the photographers that went down really well didn't yeah it? really popular so we featured Becky Kagan shot Alex Mustard and Kevin, Ke- Kevin Lorenzen, yeah. um, all keen photographers, and they've appeared on the podcast. And yeah, we had a really good response to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think Becky shared it as well, didn't she? She did. Yes. Yeah. So, so really good. And there are lots of books um, out by people about their photography journeys, and it's just amazing. You can be a complete beginner, and yeah. it's amazing what you can achieve under the water and on top of the water yeah absolutely so uh go to the website and have a little look the big scuba.com dot com yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty easy pretty easy one to find yep so all, you can find out all about us on a website and all about the people that we've worked with and you can um download our all our podcast episodes on there as well yeah okay um what also just say um hello to all our 
lovely uh, brands that we work with and uh, we'll be looking to do more with them uh, coming well this coming year won't we yes so yeah, the O3s yeah. fourth elements the SDC watches happy bottles uh, McConks sea lions, lions um, Ford of course and actually you know Ford we've got We've got a transit coming in. We a few have. Weeks That's time. our adventure for January. So yeah. Got so I've uh, got an e transit. So which are really cool. We're looking forward to using that got some stuff lined up to do with that which would be good yeah so that's the latter part of january and we've actually got ford um featuring on one of the podcasts Send the old drone up again <laughs> yeah yeah so i think um that's sort of january sorted isn't it yeah so. yeah and then of course go diving in march again so uh, march is going to be busy because we've got go diving and we've got a river cleaning in march yeah 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 and hopefully some diving and some diving as well so uh, yeah that'd be good yeah Right, we better get we better speak to Jimmy. Yes, yep. Yeah. So uh, we spoke to Jimmy a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, he was on location at the Temple of Poseidon, which was yeah. very apt. So yeah. yeah, and he tells us all about his uh, scuba journey, um, how good Greece is. For he was stationed out there for out in Malta, in Cy- wasn't it? Cyprus. Cyprus, wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. Um, but he's obviously in Greece now, and he's really sort of promoting how good it is to dive in Greece and yeah. what variety they've got, wrecks, reefs and loads of history. Loads, yeah, loads. And um, I think one of his favourite was the Zenobia, wasn't it? Mm. His favourite place to dive. Yeah. Uh, tech diver. Uh, done quite a lot of diving and uh, deep stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but really lovely chap and yeah, yeah, really passionate about his diving and uh, hopefully we'll meet up with him at some point, um, obviously, when he's back in the UK. Yeah, yeah, really enjoys teaching. So, um, should we get him on? Yep. Right, this is uh, Dive with Jimmy. Excellent, let's do it. Good morning, Gemini, and Ian. Happy New Year. Since we spoke last, things have changed slightly. I've been offered the chance of a lifetime to work as the Assistant Cruise Director aboard the MV Pacific Master for Master Liverboards for the next 10 months. Starting in Truck Lagoon until April, then removing the vessel to Bikini Atoll until October before going back to Truck Lagoon. I start the long flight west on Monday the 9th, the date this comes out, and we'll arrive around lunchtime on Wednesday the 11th. Once I'm settled and when the internet allows, I look forward to catching up with you both. All the best for 2023. I'll be in touch soon. Until then, keep diving. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, you're on location. (laughs) We are. So behind me is the Temple of Poseidon. Wow. So for no better place to be talking about diving than here. Yeah, brilliant idea. <laughs> like it. And a beautiful day as well. Yeah, so it, where I'm sat currently, uh, it's quite lucky because it's blowing a four six to seven around the corner. You're out in Greece, so can you just tell us a bit about yourself and how you got to Greece? Yeah, so um, I've just left the army after 12 and a half years. Um, my wife has a job out here, finish my time off in the army and move over with her. Um, and as soon as we landed, it was straight on to the local dive centres to get out and experience um, some of the best diving in the Mediterranean, in my personal opinion. Brilliant. So what part of Greece are you? So we're just outside Athens. Um, so at the moment, we are at the bottom of the Attica Peninsula. Um, and we are about 40 kilometres from here. Um, but the dive centres are five minutes from here okay 
You're talking to us on location. It's a bit, we've got a lovely scene of a beautiful clear sky. And what's the um, temple that you've got behind you? So behind me is the Temple of Poseidon, uh, God of the Sea. That's very apt. And it is one of the... <laughs> Uh, it's one of the main transit routes to get around to some of the um, dive sites. So um, just the other side of the peninsula is um, a couple of islands, one Macronosos and the other Kia. And from here, I can see approximately 12 dive sites. That's incredible. I don't think uh, we've had anyone speak to us from Greece before. No. So what is the diving generally like um, for you know, for people who are thinking about booking up for next year who maybe are recreational divers or maybe even tech divers, you know, as a place to go? What's it, what's it like for diving? So it's fantastic. Um, you have a variety of dive sites. Uh, reef, wreck, all ranging from recreational limits all the way down to technical um, and including the Everest of Diving, uh, HM, HS Botanic itself. Yes, because that's what we're doing, isn't it? Yeah, so from here, it's about 25 minutes by boat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, question is, have you dived the Botanic or is it on Not your list? Not yet. It's on my list. Um, one of the dive centres I've been going out with are a predominantly GUE dive centre, but also SSI. And they have an expedition planned for 2023. And I am planning a personal expedition in 2024 or 25, depending on how things go. Yeah. So going back to diving, how did you get started in your diving journey? So I was lucky enough to be posted to Cyprus. So I learned to dive out there and upon being posted back to the UK, carried on. Um, and then was fortunate enough to go back to Cyprus for a second posting. So I've been able Yes, so I'm a BZAC advanced diver and open water instructor and um, recently completed my BZAC CCR Mod 1. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you've obviously got a big love for diving then. Massive love, massive love. And that was part of the reason for getting in touch with yourselves um, because not a lot of people know about Greece as a diving location. No, no. Um, everyone knows about Malta and the wrecks that they have in Malta, um, but we also have such a rich history here as well. Um, we've got wrecks spanning. The oldest, oldest ancient wrecks are obviously no longer here, but the amphora that they were carrying at the time is still present on the seabed. Um, and the oldest physical wreck is a wreck called the PSS Patrice, which is a paddleship steamer, and it is it was sunk in 1868. Wow. Uh, one of the paddle wheels is in a museum on Kia, and the other is still on the wreck. Yeah, that's awesome. amazing to see. So. Yeah. There's a lot of history. Right? So, yeah, immense amount of history. Um, we've recently the dive centre I've been diving with have found the wreckage of German aircraft from World War II. Um, and there's currently a group of us uh, investigating how and why 
it's ended up where it's ended what up. Aircraft is uh, it's yeah. a Falcon Wolf uh, Condor FW200. Oh, big one. Yeah, fairly big. Um, only problem is there's not a lot of the fuselage left. We've got the wheels, we've that got machine guns. Plane, wasn't it? Yeah. So we are in the process of trying to locate where the rest of the wreckage may be. Mm. They were really heavily armoured planes, though. They were used for transport and uh, they were like the, yeah. the German equivalent of B-17, wow. if you can imagine yeah. what that's like. Yeah, yeah, big one. Yeah. Lots of guns. Enormous, enormous aircraft. Yeah. So. so how often are you diving? Are you doing it quite regularly? Um, I'm trying to dive... Once a weekend, um, obviously it's the back end of the season here now, so we're trying once a weekend to go out. Um, I've been fortunate enough, um, one of the dive centres here does um, technical wreck diving weeks, so I was out on one of those um, not long after arriving, where we managed to dive the, the Fock and Wolf, managed to dive uh, a wreck called the CS Retriever, which was a cable-range British ship in World War II. Um, dived uh, the remains of a German POW transport ship that was here um, and the paddle ship steamer Patrice. Wow. All in a week. That's amazing, isn't it? So what sort of depths have have you sort of got to at the moment? So the deepest I've gone to is 52 metres and that was on the Patrice. but there are some of the wrecks um, are as shallow as 16 meters on mainland Greece. If you go over to some of the islands, um, they're even shallower. Some of them are only sort of eight meters, which are great for introduction dives as well as seeing a bit of history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and for kind of people that have kind of seen Malta and maybe done the Canary Islands, this would be just a, another gateway, isn't it, to some more recreational diving? Yeah, yeah, it's and with the change of the law that um, has come into place this year, it now allows you to dive anything that has been in the water. So previously, back in 2003, the Greek Marine Antiquities Office placed a law that said anything that had been in the water longer than 50 years, you were unable to dive without a real good reason. Um, and these normally related to scientific purposes. Um, just before the pandemic started they looked at changing this law on behalf of tourism trying to increase and promote tourism in Greece and March this year they released a list of 91 wrecks that you were now allowed to go and dive across all the Greek islands Are they including the the Britannic in that? Yeah So, So the Britannic um, was one of the ones that you could only get if there was a scientific or expedition purpose for diving it. So that is now, you can give them one day's notice and go and dive it if you wished. But the rules for what I've seen, isn't it, that you're allowed to dive and go around the outside, but you're not allowed to penetrate? So um, I don't think I want to penetrate something at 110, no, no, metres. Like shallower reps. Um, yeah, so there are some wrecks that are um, safe enough to penetrate, yeah. um, and as long as you've got adequate training to do so, um, as 
as long as you don't remove anything from those wrecks, yeah. then you can you can go and dive. If you're qualified to do wreck penetration, then go and see what's inside. Yeah. Wow, that's a so that just opens up a whole new field for people in the UK as a club and yeah, well anywhere in the world to get to Greece and find the dives in. Yeah. Yeah. So a three and a half hour flight from the UK. Yeah, yeah, and you. And you it, it happens. But is everyone happy with that though? Because I would imagine it's, that's going to be a bit um, where some people wouldn't be happy with that because some of them will be uh, war graves, I'm assuming. Um, so there, so there are a couple of war graves. There is the HMS Perseus up in Catalonia, mm -hmm. which is technically designated a war grave. Um, and that I believe is 38 to 52 meters, um, but it's still sealed. The the hull of the submarine is still intact. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. That opens it up to other divers. You know, to people to actually still It's not everything. You kind of need to know that these specs are being there for people to see and remember. So it's good for, you know, uh, as long as they're not going into them, you know, and there's a level of respect yeah. in the day. So Definitely. And How much work have you done on deep breathers? I see so you've got a dew box. Uh, yes. Um, so mine came with a G box. Um, I was in a position I put mine up second hand um, and qualified on it in April. So coming out here was perfect. Um, before flying over here, managed to get a week up in Scapa, um, just diving it solidly for a week. Um, and yeah, I find the G box is a lot better than the plastic box that comes with it. Good. <laughs> Definitely holds a lot less gas. Okay. So uh, um, have you done much time on it? Uh, so I'm on about 45 hours now. So I'm just gearing up um, to go and do my Mod 2, hopefully at the end of next month in Malta um, on my way back to the UK. Brilliant. And then that will open up even more here. Yeah. Yeah. So diving um, generally, obviously you've dived being part of the army. So have you dived a lot in the UK? Uh, yeah. So I've must have clocked up 100 odd dives in the UK um, between Scapa and Mull and I was lucky enough to be posted on the south coast so it was quite easy to get down and dive a lot of the wrecks off the south coast yeah, yeah. yeah really good so, so have you got kind of any aspirations where to take your diving now yeah yeah so actually this week we've been out helping uh, ghost diving Greece and Healthy Seas um, with Dr. Sol Milne, who has created an algorithm for commercial drones to fly over a body of water up to about 15 meters deep and be able to pick up ghost nets. Wow. Be able to do what? To like, locate them? To detect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? So he's teaching the drone what to look for. Yeah, so 
we were we were out doing that on Tuesday, which was quite interesting. Yeah. So that scans the water in different areas. In the water. Yeah. So it flies across flies across the body of water and um, looks straight down, seeing if it can detect any nets in an area. Yeah. Wow. So in Turkey, in Greece, is that quite a problem, like it is in the UK, with plenty of ghost nets? And... Yeah. Um, there are lots and lots of ghost nets. The only problem is it, the fishermen here don't like reporting it because they feel they're going to get in trouble. So we're we're slowly winning them over, um, but it's a long process. Mm. So in terms of them getting into trouble, that's if they lose their gear that they don't... If they're, if they're caught fishing in areas that they shouldn't be fishing in, more than anything. <laughs> well, I guess that happens maybe a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but we've identified about 15 areas with nets in that we will plan over the next 12 months to go and retrieve them from. Great. That's really good. What do you do with them after you've got them in? So they've got an area, um, they've got a system here where we can take them for recycling. Um, any lead that's on them, we have been removing the lead from the nets um, to be either given back to the fishing community or turned into weights for divers. Yeah. yeah. And then the nets are recycled um, back to the fishermen or into other things. Um, I recently saw a post this week, I believe it was, that the first recycled fishing nets have been made into nets for football goals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's similar to what we put in the UK with Ghost Fishing UK, kind of using it to regenerate. Yeah. Yeah. Regenerate, recycle. Yeah. No, that's really good to hear. And mm -hmm. obviously, yeah, something. And to get a um, drone, that's real technology, advanced technology. Yeah. Yeah. How he does it, I don't know, but it, he's managed it. Well, and, uh, spa, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're getting involved in lots of things. Trying to. Trying to. Trying to fill my days and. If I could give something back to the diving by removing things that could cause a problem, like the ghost nets, then it makes it worthwhile. It does. So do you have a day job or is this just kind of a... Uh, not at the moment. Um, I, I am looking. Um, hopefully, hopefully I'll um, make my way into the, to the diving industry. Um, it's just trying to find somewhere that's willing to take a chance yeah. on on a young young instructor yeah but it's good you've got you know that time on your side and obviously it's out of season now ready to go into next season yeah yeah well yeah. do yeah. they carry on diving all year round then um yeah so the dive centers are open all year round um it's just finding a gap in the weather now mm. that is more the problem uh, the sea temperature is about 22 still, so it's fairly toasty. Um, there are a few big thermoclines. Um, in the middle of the summer, we were diving the Frock and Wolf, and the thermocline was around 30 metres, and it went from 25 to 16. It's a big difference. Yeah, and when you're in a 5 mil wetsuit, you get pretty cold pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think 
Greece has got some very deep water, hasn't it? It's yeah. Underestimate the depth of the Mediterranean, I think. It's just massively, massively. And there, there's still things being found now. Still wrecks being found today in 50, 60, 70 plus meters of water. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome, isn't it? It's just because it's, yeah, well, it's huge. Once you start getting past it, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. But I think people probably see the Mediterranean as a what well, a destination, isn't it? It's a holiday destination. Oh, yeah, they don't yeah. have the depth and kind of what no. people see in the history there as well. There's like it's like the island of Crete. There's, you know, it was uh, took over by the Germans, wartime, you know, so much history. First use of parachute. Yeah. Uh, all around that Mediterranean. Yeah. So much. It's brilliant. Great place to go. Yeah, every. Fantastic place to be. Fantastic place. Even even now. Yeah. End of October, it's twenty-two degrees. Yeah, all right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, here it's like pouring with rain. Pouring rain. Although it is quite warm. It's, it's about warm. fifteen. Yeah, it's, it's about fifteen. It's pretty cool. Absolutely chucking it down grey. <laughs> you're not missing much today, I'm sure. Yesterday was nice. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like much rather be diving the stony cave today. That's crazy. <laughs> I dive stony just before we flew out. Yeah, great place to do uh, I dive stony just before we flew out, and it was nine degrees, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were there a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, not too bad, but right. visibility wasn't. Some of us were still in a wetsuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So diving in boots, are you predominantly wetsuit or are you dry? Uh, for now, uh, yeah. I'm going to try and grizz it out for us till um, I I have to go home at the end of November. So um, I'm going to try and see out the rest of this time, and then once I come back in January, February time, then I'll uh, bring back my dry suit. I think. But if you if you go deep, you'd wear dry suit, wouldn't you? Would if you'd have packed it, but I left mine at home. Oh no! Oh no! Whoa! Yeah. You're brave, you're brave. So, for anybody thinking about, oh, they're going to book up the next year, so they can yep. just book like a normal package holiday and they just contact these dive centres to arrange a recreational dive. Is there any check? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it depends on what, what they would like to dive. Um, one of the dive centers I have been using, uh, Scuba Life, um, in down the road, um, they offer everything from tri dive, recreational diving, all the way up to your, they'll do a dive on the Botanic and expeditions on the Botanic. Um, they also run um, rec diving weeks for both recreational and technical divers, both open circuit and closed circuit. Um, but there are many, many dive centers around. Uh, it, it just got to Google and um, take the pick and see what they like to look of. Yeah. yeah. And is there quite a big dive community in Greece? Um, there is. There's a growing dive community. Um, I was surprised when we got here how many locals actually dive. Um, I've 
predominantly been on boats and probably been the only English person on a boat, which is quite interesting. No, there's um there's a few expats here, um, but I haven't met any divers yet, which is interesting. They're more golfers, <laughs> tennis players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how have you found the transition from like diving in the UK to Greece? Have there been differences? Um. Yeah. One of the big differences, they don't often use a DSMB. Really? So in the UK, we use a DSMB to tell a skipper we're coming, we are thinking about starting our ascent mm-hmm. from the dive. Um, here, they use a DSMB from about 12 metres to say, I'm here, I'm almost done, I'll be up shortly. Oh. So um, it's a lot of free ascent type diving so um good for practicing your buoyancy yeah yeah. very good for practicing your buoyancy um obviously the deeper the deeper wrecks um the dive sense put shot lining for um but some of the reef dives are so the topography you can just drop down the reef go round and start working your way back up and uh most of them drop anchor on onto the rock and you can know where the boat is okay yeah and that was probably the biggest the biggest uh transition and uh, some of the some of the dives we've done the visibility has been as bad as the uk um when we did uh cs retriever um it's quite an eerie wreck um because it's got no bow so um descending onto that and it still has some of the cables that it was laying at the time in the holds so yeah and and when the visibility was about seven or eight meters you think this is the uk on a good day but it's still quite eerie yeah so yeah but yeah if you like blue sorry go on i was gonna say what about wildlife um experiences um haven't seen too much seen a seal there is a seal that lives locally um but uh the fish life is more that you find in the likes of malta and the rest of the mediterranean you get some get some rats some parrotfish um grouper um seen some octopus uh nuda branch as you find in the med um, yeah, no the wrecks. Stuff, no sort of dolphins, white, um, n- not seen them yet. Mm. Not seen them yet. Um, but there is a fish farm not too far from here, and they often have tuna and dolphin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. So hopefully, yeah, we'll see some as uh, time goes on. Because we've only been there a short time. So. Yeah. Changes with the season. Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, so when's your next dive planned? Um, I'm hoping to get out either next week or next weekend um, and see what we can, see what's going on, see what dives are going on. Um, because there's so many different dive sites to go and do, um, it's quite easy to uh, choose who to go diving with and 
if one dive center is doing something you've already done and you think, well, this one's doing something new, I'll go and do something new. And when that's my only option, I'll go and do what I've already done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a case of getting in and diving. Yeah, and just finding finding places to take people. So when friends come out, be like, or people ask me for recommendations of which dive sites to go to, I can be like, X, Y, and Z are really good dives. If you want to do a little bit deeper, or you're coming out to do say uh, an intro to tech course or you coming out here to finish off um, any form of training which requires some depth progression go and look at these wrecks so as much as it is for me enjoying diving out here it's also finding finding places for other people to go yeah that's good good yeah and do you plan to kind of travel around greece and some more of the islands to get some more diving in um yeah, I will do, um, slowly. It's um, finding out where to go when you get there. So not everywhere is able to cater for technical diving or rebreather diving. So it's a, finding a balance between making sure you've got everything you need here to take with you. But then if it's one of the further islands that you have to catch a flight to, can't take cylinders, so then you go, well, do I just go open circuit, single cylinder? And then you don't have as much time on the wreck. Yeah. It's finding that balance. Yeah. But um, with the list of 91 wrecks, I don't think I'll have any trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds really awesome. And hopefully, you know, talking to you and when this podcast comes out, there'll be people thinking, oh, I'm about Greece. Greece, yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. It'd be, we're trying to get some more people that normally go to Malta to come and experience what we have here. Yeah. And language wise, is everybody um, pretty good with their English communication? Yeah. So any, any kind of um, job within the tourism sector um, requires people to speak English. Okay. Um, so there is, you get the odd words that um, some people may not know or may translate differently. Um, but the dive centers I've used have been fantastic. Um, they they give a full briefing in English, and yeah, couldn't fold them. So you learning Greek while you're out there? Um, slowly, slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was being in Cyprus. I was lucky enough to pick up some of the language anyway. Um, and here I'm just trying to make it just try and learn more and more every day um, to save you through. Yeah, well, it's difficult to write and it's yeah. Yeah. Well with yeah. French French you can kind of kind of relate to the French language because a lot of our words but the Greek language is quite another that's another step up. That's that's quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm better with capital letters than I am with lowercase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we say here in Greece, siga siga, slowly, slowly. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say manana, but I think that's yeah, Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's really, really good. So, so hopefully, if people have got any questions, um, yeah, can they contact you via social media? Yeah, they can contact me via social media. I am at Dive with Jimmy. 
and hopefully starting next year i'm going to be doing once a week every wednesday rec wednesday um and start doing a little post about each of these reps yeah and hopefully hopefully after i've dug it so i can give a first experience (laughs) rather than hearing it second or third hand from someone else yeah yeah well that's really good and then if you can link up Um, but yeah yeah with you know linking up with the dive centers as well and yeah knowing where it's good to kind of put your first steps into some greek diving yeah 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 i mean anywhere from i'm obviously quite lucky i have uh, managed to dive in many many places around the world um so if anyone has any questions about where they would like to go diving if they've got a destination in mind they haven't ever been to or thought of more than happy to answer some questions okay all right yeah that sounds good in greece obviously it's great that you can go dive but also you know have a land-based holiday and explore and go from there yeah Yeah. so much history obviously here and there are three temples the temple of poseidon the acropolis and the temple of athena um, it has recently been discovered that they all make an isosceles triangle. Wow. They were built over two and a half thousand years ago, and they are about 50 kilometers, 60 kilometers apart. Really? Uh, well, so, it's all, it's, what do you think? You know, a lot of the, uh, the, um, the brains all come from the, the Greek, you know. I'm trying to think of the, the first phrase. But the intelligence, you know, it's like the Egyptians. A lot of people think that the Egyptians were telepathic, and these are skills that we've kind of lost. And the pyramid yeah. just bumped no. down. They're all in the same. So it's quite possible, you know, these temples have been put in a. It's amazing how they've done it. Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing place, Greece. It's just yeah, yeah. blows your mind. It's a, yeah. Full of history, both above land and below it. Yeah. yeah. And the good thing about uh, for, for divers, you know, Face it, a lot of divers have to go uh, away somewhere on their own because a lot of divers, their mm. partners or their family don't dive. Where the destination, right where you are, it's kind of fits for everybody. You know, uh, the husband or the wife family. can go, you know, diving um, for a day while the family doing something else. Or, yeah. 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 Does your yeah. wife dive? She does. Uh, she's only done her open water course, um, but she's looking at progressing further on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She looks at the rebreather and says, no. Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? You know, that's not for yeah. everybody, but as long as she, you know, if she can get in the water and you guys can be having fun at like 10, 15 meters, you know, exactly. fish, that's still a good day. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, for, obviously, our podcast guests, we have a few set questions to ask. Yeah. So okay. One of them: What takes you out of your comfort zone? It doesn't have to be underwater, but you know, is there anything that pushes you a little bit? Um, in a diving-related sense, I think depth mm-hmm. depth takes me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, knowing that knowing that once I get to a certain point, there is no direct surface home. Um, I will have to do decompression. Um, and a little bit of uh, unknown, the fear of the unknown, um, takes me out of my comfort zone a little bit. But Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. After being in the army, it kind of 
Yeah, everybody relates to all of those. How many dives would you say you've done, would you say? Uh, just over 500. Wow. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. What's the, have you got like a favourite location where you've dived that's really like blown your mind? Um, Silfra mm. in Iceland. Yeah. Um, diving between the two tectonic plates was pretty amazing. Amazing. See, um, it. it's it's hard to pick one. Yeah. It is hard to pick one. Um, I've I've been lucky enough. Um, I've managed to dive in over twenty countries around the world. So, uh, to pick one is quite difficult. I yeah. my most dived rep, uh, site is the Zenobia out in Cyprus. Wow. I've got just over seventy dives on the Zenobia. Um, but then going to Taiwan and finding pygmy seahorse on on the coral reef. Um, yeah. It's a bad looking every dive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good. So um, if you take three people diving, who would you take? They don't have to be divers, but just on principle, if you could take people under the water, who would you take? Uh, I'd put my dad under the water. Um, he had a really bad experience in Turkey doing a tri-dive and vowed never to go diving again. Um, so I'd love to I'd love to get him diving again. Um, I'd love to go diving with Jacques Cousteau. Um, and a third, maybe Prince William. And then we can show him more. He's a diver. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, show him more of the places that we can go diving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and somebody like that would really, really inspire more people to go diving because everybody's got kind of some connection to yeah such a figure in the world. And he's quite, he's a bit like his dad as well. And he's very one uh, big on the environment. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be definitely in the future. You know, uh, King of England, he'd be a very good one to take by. Future guest. Yeah, future guest. You never know. You never know. So if you have, if we give you a billboard and you can put anything you yep. want on that billboard, it could be a statement, it could be a video, it could be a picture, anything you like, but it's a message to the world. What are you going to put on it? That's a really tough question. Um, I'd probably encourage people to think about purchases they make um, to stop using single-use plastics and the detrimental effect it would have, or it has on the world at this current time, um, and what what the world could be if we all did our our bit for for recycling and reduction of waste in the environment. Yeah, no, very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. And then is there any kind of nugget of life that you have come across that you promote to other people? Or any life hack? Or... Um... That's a really tough question, actually. Um, I've got to test on this. <laughs> um, I 
always pack a spare pair of pants in your hand luggage if you go in on an aeroplane. I had a feeling you were going to come out with something like that. <laughs> Just in case your luggage doesn't arrive. As your ex-forces, I thought you'd, you'd say something like that. Yeah, no, very good. Really, really very good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so hopefully through this podcast, because um, we've not spoken to anybody that's really promoted recreational no. diving increase. We've spoken to people that have been on the Botanic, but obviously that's not in anybody's like normal day-to-day limits. No. So, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, but maybe yeah. when you've done the Botanic, you come back on and tell us about oh, your yes. experience. Definitely, definitely. And if you ever fancy coming out to Greece to experience these dives yes, for yourself, yes. give me a shout. I'll back to Greece at some stage. Yeah, just big food, nice people, yeah. and great weather. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. much more. And then, yeah, such diverse country as well, because it's, it's not all like sun, sea, and sand. It's just a, it's a lot more there. Some beds and mythos. No, mountains. <laughs> yeah, just like... All the mountains, <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds really good. So, yeah, so we've... Obviously, if people want to catch up with you, they can look you up on your social media. We'll put the links in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. brilliant. Great. So yeah, but keep in touch with right. us, and uh, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, tag us in if you want anything shared, and uh, we're happy to do that for you. And thanks for going for the effort of the great location as well. Brilliant. I, I couldn't, I couldn't have it on the doorstep and not be here talking about diving. No, no perfect. No, so are you okay if we put some visuals of this out? Of course. Yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah, great. nice one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, have a great rest of the day and uh, yes. thank you very much for your time. It's yeah. been lovely to Enjoy meet. the rest of your weekend. Great to meet you. <laughs> See you. Take care. Bye. Bye. It's, you know, what can we say? Uh, really good. Uh, I wrote down some notes, funny enough, and um, some bits and so you could so tell that he's ex forces. I knew he was going to say, I thought, pack a spare pair of pants. Be prepared. Yeah, something like that. Be prepared. Uh, do you know, one of the questions that we asked him um, at the end there about comfort zone, and I wrote down depth, comfort zone, and respect. And I thought, do you know what? That is so good to hear because we have had guests. Depth has always been. Where it's just where they, they well, no, I wouldn't say that. It's almost it's, they, they've sometimes uh, people probably forget how deep something is. Yeah, you know, when you look at something, they visualize and think, "Wow, you know, that is actually pretty deep." And um, to hear him say that, actually, you know, whoops, you know, that is one of the things that gets in that we come because it kind of should. Yeah, yeah. You kind of should. Definitely. You kind of think you shouldn't be taking that into um, everyday thing as like well, not be complacent. Know, especially actually. when you're getting past the forty years, because you've got you know you've got that whole thing where you can't just come straight mm, in. Yeah. And um, you know, so yeah, uh, I, I thought that was really good. Uh, hats off him for a great location. Yeah, it's first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, with a bit of history. So yeah, we'll have to just look up the temple. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, quite um, enthusiastic about obviously his diving journey but to kind of promote an area where we haven't spoken about and for that's an accessible area as yeah. well yeah 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 to me there's good and bad things about this whole thing about what the uh, the greek government has done because yes they're opening up the wrecks for mm. everyone to be able to go down there and see them and all that as long as it doesn't open it up for the wrecks of them to be start being pilfered and it was well, the, yeah. the control goes, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but it's a tough one. This is it's a tough one, yeah. and it made me think about the our discussion with uh, Dave Rowland. I'm trying to think his surname. Uh, when we spoke, we spoke to him about the USS Arizona, Con, Con, Dave Conlon, Conlon, yeah. Conlon. Yeah. and uh, and you know it's all about that preservation and respect, and it's that trade off where you want people to see it, and you want people to respect it. And learn about it and the history. Yeah. It's really respectful of the history. And that's kind of what probably what the government, the Greek government's mm. done. Yeah. Is streamlining that thing. But as long as divers then respect that, especially like the the shallower wrecks, that mm. they then don't go up. You can easily go down there and take a little souvenir. Wander in. Mm. You know, then it, if it's war graves, it's war graves. Yeah. You know, so. But hopefully with. Greek tourism and the dive centres will be closely monitored because it's obviously quite a new thing to uh, relax these rules. So yeah, um, uh, we should also probably mention that there are other dive agency dive centres out there. Yeah. You know, I know you mentioned SSI and GUE, yeah. uh, Global Underwater Explorers, mm-hmm. um, but obviously there's also Paddy and uh, SSI. Um, what's the other one? Visa. yeah, so, and obviously he was they'll a They'll be out there and have their own affiliates. Yeah, but I think um, if you've got any questions for Jimmy, then, you know, definitely contact him on social media. He's a man on the ground in Greece. Yeah, so. absolutely. And um, I would say, um, you know, good one to go buddy up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, so it's been really interesting. Yeah, yeah. He obviously knows the, knows the area now and some yeah. of the wrecks. Yeah, and definitely... It's for our UK listeners very accessible because it is only a couple of hours. And the Zenobia has been what mentioned before with other guests in um, Cyprus, as, yeah, uh, as um, a destination for divers to go and explore. Mm, yeah, and that's within recreational limits as well, isn't it? I believe so. It's getting towards the limit. Yeah, that, yeah. But I think that's, uh, that is quite deep. It's a big one on people's bucket lists. It is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, thank you for dive, Jimmy. Yes, well done. Uh, good one. Um, I think that kind of wrong runs sort of finishes this podcast off. Yeah, yeah. So um, notes will be in the show notes. Um, how to connect with dive with Jimmy, and uh, hopefully um, maybe if you've got any stories about diving in Greece, then let us know. Yeah, any feedback that'd be good. Um, the quality, the sound. Um, you know, it's, we are at the hands of Zoom. You know, he's in a cath with a great location. Greek so, internet. So uh, it is. I know sometimes that, that can come and go a little bit with yeah. all these podcasts, but we. But are, generally, it was not too it was bad. Not, yeah, it was all right. It was good. And um, don't forget to leave us a review, a five star review, a like and a subscribe. Yeah, that would be friends. really cool. Uh, we are making some changes to our Patreon system. Yes. Um, so keep an eye out for that with our social media. If we haven't done this, but. By the time it airs, uh, look out for that. Um, and um, you know, any help is greatly received. Yep, help so check out, check out the new website, uh, www.thebigscuba. And uh, yeah, obviously, if you've got any questions for us, drop us an email or a DM on our social media. Yeah, certainly do. Thanks for everyone who has. And uh, But for right now, I think that was The Big Scuba Podcast. See thanks. you next time. Okay, thanks for downloading. Now that does wrap up today's episode of the Big Scuba Podcast. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode from us. But 
If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We'll get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.